the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. <clears throat> Hello. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Sometimes this job can be no fun when you hit a bear market. It can grind and grind and grind, and every day you're coming on and you're trying to say, yeah, the market's down 6% for the year. It's down 7% for the year. It's down 8% for the year. It's like, uh, it, it makes you a little insane, right? This is happening fast. Blessing, curse, I don't know what you want to call it. The volatility, the uh, automation of computers, the, the, the algorithms, quote unquote, kicking in. Procter and Gamble's hired today. Good old Procter and Gamble, a company that was around when you were a baby, a company that's paid dividends for years and years and years and years. Um, part of the reason you want to own companies is because their ability to pay dividends and give you cash, right? Um, Procter and Gamble's not. It's not a secret, right? You kind of know what they're all about. Soap and detergent. There's not a lot of mystery of what their business model is. Um, hundreds and thousands of employees. Toilet paper. Their stock is up to date. Now, again, I do not want you to think in your head, I'm going to go do the toilet paper investment. What you're going to do is you're going to look at your portfolio and say, I got too much freaking fracking tech. Why, have, why do I have all this oil stock? Why do I have financials? And I want you to look at it and say, do you need some consumer staples or some consumer discretionary? United States Congress is rushing back to work after kind of like taking their foot off the pedal. House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi saying, you guys got to get this bill done hopefully today. But get in whatever you can sneak in. This is your chance to put it to the Republicans and the Republicans to put it to the Democrats. And this is soundbite material. Oil prices are falling as plunge in global demand sets prices up for a fifth straight weekly drop. When we come out of this, which if you take a look at Asia, you would say there's a good chance we'll come out of this. When we come out of this, we'll probably say, "Woo." Cost to drive around, cost to fly around, cost to like fire up the factories has gone down. The three-day gain winning streak on Wall Street is under threat. Congress is putting it into language for the stimulus package a lot of details. Maybe we'll get this weekend to, to review it. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. There's an article today in Barron's where they're talking about 
Russian stocks are looking attractive if you can be patient. As an investor, I've been around way too long. And I can tell you one thing that I won't do are Russian stocks. Am I prejudiced? Am I biased? Am I nationalistic? You can call me whatever you want. I just don't like companies that can be publicly traded one day and have access to my cash and your cash and the world's cash to go in exchange. You give them $100 and they give you one millionth of the company. I don't like it when you have a guy like Putin who can go in and uh, we're going to take this company public. We're going to take the company's private. We're going to take it under the state control. There's a radio show that's on today that I lost all respect for the show when they were touting Yukos oil, kind of like a poor man's Exxon or a poor man's Chevron. And Yukos oil went from $20 a stock to 18 to 16 to 14 to 12, and they kept loving it. This is, they got so much oil in the Russia. They got so much oil in Mother Russia. And uh, they're, they're a competitor to OPEC. And Yukos oil went down and down and down. And then it's only it's $2, and they still love it. Very rarely does a stock go from 2 to 20. Very rarely is it worth hanging in a stock where everyone's fleeing it. They just didn't know. They had never seen a head of state take over a department, a company. And it went to zero. And anyone who invested in it got left holding nothing. And it stinks because we don't do that in the United States. Trump could try, but he's not going to say, I'm going to take over Intel. It's going to be my best interest. I mean, in the state best interest. We want the government to control all semiconductors. That's actually a fascinating thought. If our government took over AMD and Intel, where would it leave the world? It would have to pay us a lot of money for our semiconductors. But then China manufactures those semiconductors, and they could say, you know, we're going to close all of our factories, and then we'd have to pay them a lot of money. Like, you get the idea. Bank of Canada cuts rates to 25 basis points. They're planning some asset purchases. And the world goes, eh, they're Canadian. We want the stimulus. And I'm, I'm knocking Canada. I'm trying to be cute. I'm knocking Canada because they're not the United States world economy. And they're not China. And they're not the European Union. Those are the three that we need to see. Um, how shall we say? Add some maple syrup to the economy. Get the cute maple syrup Canadian reference. Does it not drive you crazy when you see stuff like a $2 trillion uh, stimulus package? And then later on, you're going to learn the, the Mida Senator from Minnesota added on $27 million to the maple syrup uh, association because people aren't having breakfast anymore. You're like, that makes me so angry. But. I'm filled with love right now. Carnival Cruise Lines down 19% today, down three bucks and forty cents to fourteen forty-three. Ooh, that's been on a ride. Ten to eighteen fourteen. Ooh. That's a big move. Nineteen percent down. They weren't included in the stimulus bill. Elsewhere out there, smile direct. Do we need good smiles and good economies and bad economies? Apparently not. That's a under six dollar stock. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. 
the United States has taken over the dominant position now in cases of coronavirus. We're still going to track the trajectory of deaths and the trajectory of new cases. It's still ballooning up, not down. As soon as it starts coming down, that'll take one pressure off. But we have to get the House, which is rushing back to Washington, just pass that $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill. Um, we got to get that in place. The UK's leader, Boris Johnson, has tested positive. Yeah. That's what I got for you. Yelp created a GoFundMe page for small businesses. Um, what's interesting to note about that is they didn't get their permission. <laughs> they tried to roll it out a little too quickly, Yelp said. Um, whether companies are opting out, eh, there's a lot going on there. I once met Jeremy Stompelman long before Yelp was Yelp. He's the CEO, founder of, of Yelp. I, I never really liked the idea because it's so closely tied to Google and Facebook, and it could be so closely, quickly replicated. It never has been, really. So maybe during all this turmoil, we'll see a company like a Yelp get acquired. There's going to be some quiet things that happen that will lead to the volatility to stabilize. We're not there yet, but it was a nice three days up on the market. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. There was a big billionaire on CNBC this morning. Oh, I got to see Oh, boy. Stay away from me. It's just allergies with me, but that's okay. Leon Cooperman is a big billionaire, and he's betting big on oil stocks right now. Out of consensus trade. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, the audio sounds okay here, but have you been watching a lot of TV recently? And the audio is horrific. And you're like, oh, boy, Skype has a long way to go or uh, FaceTime has a long way to go or Zoom has a long way to go. But Leon Cooperman is betting on energy pretty hardcore. Um, I'm not saying follow a billionaire, but it helps when they start having opinions on the stock market or on bets. Now, again, you're like, I can't bet like they can bet. Well, I want to stop hearing you say ridiculous things like, my 401k is a 201k. No, it's a 101k. <laughs> if you're complaining about your 401k, please get in line. Like, and shut up. If you've been investing for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, you've done well. You've more than doubled and tripled your money since the last disaster on Wall Street. 2006, 2008 financial crisis. And if you continue in your 401k every two weeks from the previous crisis, 2000, 2002, the tech crash, and you go back to the 1990s and you have the saving and loans crashing. If you go back to the 1980s, the 70s, high oil disruption and superinflation, people need to stop this stupidness. <clears throat> 800 when I when I'm calling it, I'm just telling you, it's it's a little silly. But you're entitled to it. But don't tell me, you know, Wall Street's rigged. No, it's you. It's really you. 
Uh, am I thrilled about the last 30 days? No. In the long run, am I thrilled? Yes. It allows me to save more for my future. It allows me to save more for my kids' future. Am I happy for my mother? No. She's near death. She's actually in one of those old folks' homes that if one person gets it, maybe they all get it. Those stories are heartbreaking, are they not? And we've seen two of them now, one in New Jersey and one in Pacific Northwest, where the old folks are the people we're trying to protect. And now people get it. Now people understand why we do the flu shots. It's not so much for the healthy. We'll get through the common flu. It's for the the compromised and the young who don't have the immunities. But again, I'm not going off and being a doctor. I refuse to do that. Workers critical to the world's food supplies are starting to fall ill. Now, when you hear that, that starts to freak people out. And <clears throat> grocery stores are getting a little bit better, right? I've literally seen the toilet paper bin go from one roll a day to two rolls a day. But we do not want our food supply messed up. Whether it be the chickens or the cows or the farms, um, that's no good. U.S. stocks are halting a three-day rally. Treasuries are rising. Uh, it is seems to be a little bit – I don't know if you guys can help me on this, but I guess it's Friday and I'll just turn it off for at least 24 hours, maybe 48. But watching the New York City mayor get mad at Trump and Trump say, well, if you're not nice to me, I'm not going to be nice to you and give you ventilators. Are we really fighting over people's like pride with ventilators or for ventilators? Like It's pretty surreal how dysfunctional our country can be, politically speaking. April's jobs numbers are going to be catastrophic, and we're moving towards April. So not this Friday, not today, but next Friday. We're going to see unemployment jump, and it's going to go from a, a level where one month ago, markets rallied. We're like, we're not afraid of the coronavirus. We have jobs. God bless America. And as long as we have jobs, we're going to do great. And as long as we have jobs, next Friday, we're going to start seeing those jobs start to go away. The news is coming. You know it. I know it. We're good with it, Right. But something tells me when they when people see that number, they may go, ah, I'm a little bit nervous by that. The next hot spots, uh, according to computer algorithms, Boston, Detroit, New Orleans, and Philadelphia. New Orleans, they are, they're not sin city, but they're a city of good living during this time of year because Mardi Gras is going on, except for Mardi Gras not going on, except for Mardi Gras was going on until not that long ago. They're about to get hit hard. So, that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Joseph Stieglitz, he's a Nobel-winning economist. He says U.S. unemployment could reach 30% before the coronavirus outbreak wanes. And you're like, I don't like that guy. <laughs> I hear you. But he's saying unemployment could easily reach 20 or 30% as coronavirus forces mass layoffs. When the pandemic subsides, Stieglitz expects the U.S. to bounce back from the extremes of unemployment, but does not expect a robust economic recovery. 
So you should start building some cases in your head. He points out that a large fraction of Americans are living on the edge with very little money saved in the bank and significant debt. Crisis has highlighted the limitations of our market economy. Some people might call him like, you're talking like a communist. He is what he is. He's an economist, whether you like him or not. He, he has his opinion on the economies and how, how it works. He's building a case to show you, Here's this should probably be one of your worst cases. I don't want you to be too happy and only follow people that you love. But Friday, we're going to start seeing that unemployment numbers. Not this Friday, seven days from now. And it'll be kind of a, are we allowed to say a come to Jesus moment? Come to daddy moment? Come to something moment? Come to the light? I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. The volatility, I know it doesn't feel like this to you, but it is calming down. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't be shy. I'm there. Uh, A lot of good downloads for you right here, right now. Take a break. We'll be right back. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. You know, during the good times, you keep hearing people like Chad Burton and myself talking about emergency funds and how important they are. Is this the type of scenario where you should be dipping into an emergency fund? I'd say pretty good close. But I would hold off as long as you can. Something that we're not really grasping right now is scope. And what everything looks like in three months, in six months, and a year from now. I own a rental property where the laws right now are very, very vague. If they say they can't pay due to COVID, I'm not getting my mortgage payment. And I'm eating it or something, right? That brings up a lot of questions. I'm not the typical person. I'm not dipping into my four. I'm not dipping into my 401k. I'm not dipping into my emergency fund right now. I don't carry enough credit card debt that it stresses me out. I've never used my credit cards to pay my bills per speak. <clears throat> I go to restaurants with them. So right now, my my credit cards are getting a little bit of much needed relief after going through the holiday season of 2019 and spending a little bit more than I wanted to. Talked with my producer and. One of the things that has me fascinated right now is there's a company called Good Old Games, and you can get video games for like three bucks. And I'm like, ooh, I'm not recommending that. But you start looking at your weekend options and like, what are you doing this weekend? And it's like, oh, forget I even asked that question Uh, because it's becoming very, very redundant. And we're like 10 days into this. I can't believe how much I miss sports. And I, I, I often say to myself or like if we're on like... Um, the blind love show on Netflix where people don't get to see each other. They just have to talk through a a wall and then they fall in love. And I would have said on that show, like, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of sports. I'm not a sports guy. And then when they're taken away from you, like I miss sports. (laughs) Yes, that's true. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Today is a negative day. The markets opened down 600, 700, 800, 900 points. Now they're down about 600. You can't really put a lot of value in 
any one moment consumer sentiment falls to the lowest level in more than three years. That makes sense. Remember how I said we don't really know what it looks like three months, six months, nine months, 12 months out? Well, I can bet you one thing. In nine months, there's going to be some babies coming because uh, uh, probably probably like 12 months, either babies or divorces. Something's going to happen, right? A little bit too much time with your close-by loved one. But consumer sentiment is falling right now, and that makes sense, right? You're locked up. You're told not to spend. You're told to wear a face mask. You're told not to wear a face mask. You're told to wear a face shield. You're told to bundle up. You're told not to bundle up. You get to the point where it's like, this is a pandemic, and we're staying in, and it, it, it kind of wears on you. It's the biggest decline in sentiment, fourth largest in nearly 50 years. So remember how we're starting to see like the first time unemployment claims jump from 240,000, 235,000 to 3.2 million. You're like, whoa, that's the biggest jump ever. The decline in sentiment is doing the same thing. Fourth biggest dump where also consumer sentiment, let's, let's think about it this way. I can say to myself, you know, I started this segment by going, you shouldn't really be using your emergency fund yet, but you should have one, but is this an emergency yet? It's been 10 days. You're probably still getting paid. Some people are not. Uh, if you've moved to unemployment, you're getting paid not what you used to be getting paid. So that's out there. But we're really, I'm feeling worse for you than I am for me. And that's how sentiment can sometimes work. And once the house of representatives gets this $2 trillion stimulus bill signed. I don't think that's going to be the end of it, but it's going to be a big part of it. Just like the federal reserve admitting, like we shouldn't have interest rates at all right now. We should make cash available to banks. That's a big part of it. When the headlines got risky last week, that's a big part of it. And this, these are all good things in my opinion. Not necessarily bad things. Uh, when you line them up, coronavirus is going to hit every city in America. True or false? I don't know. But when the mayor of New York saying it's going to hit 80 percent of the people and anyone who's been in New York in the last two weeks, you should isolate. Uh, a little late. Why did you tell that to us before we came to New York? Kind of thing. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get calls on the air. Um, so new cities are starting to be identified as issues or potential hotbeds. New Orleans, Dallas, Atlanta, Miami, Detroit, Chicago, Philadelphia, amongst others. In China, no province outside Ubay ever had more than 1,500 cases. They contained it in a big area. And they kept it in that area and then it stopped, let it get into bigger areas. So we believe them, right? Total confirmed cases, 524,000. That's a lot. Total deaths, about 24,000. Total recovered, 122,000. So there's about 300,000, 400,000 that are still in the, we don't know where they're, they're falling. Joseph Stieglitz is out there doing his rounds, and he's being very negative on the U.S. economy. This weekend, you're going to be hit with a lot of information. 
I would tune in if you can <clears throat> late Sunday. Don't suck this stuff in all day long. It's got to be bad for you. Senate Republicans slipped a tax break for wealthy real estate investors into the $2 trillion stimulus bill. A potential bonanza for wealthy investors, saving $170 billion over 10 years. It temporarily lifts the cap on tax deduction for real estate depreciation. That's a pretty big win for the top 1% of taxpayers. With that out there, that's our government. So proud of these guys, right? Uh, something you're not going to see every day, but protesters in Mexico putting up signs that say stay at home along the U.S. border for Americans coming into Mexico. I do have a friend that uh, he had a birthday and he went down to Mexico two weeks ago and his, his attitude was, I hope I get back in. And maybe we're spreading our disease down there now. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Are you upset that the Republicans slipped in a tax break for the wealthy? Gerald Kushner, President Donald Trump's son-in-law, was able to avoid paying any taxes in 2018 by applying on paper, if not actually realized, losses from ample property investments. I hate, I hate when politicians get involved in the money. But not as noble as we once were. When a farmer would come to Washington and lead his country. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, we had a good week. We had three up days. Today, let's see how we close. If it's whoosh down, all bets are off the table. But if we could fight back, then it was a pretty good week where we put in some sideways action to slightly up. Trump is questioning New York's request for 30,000 ventilators. I don't know. Maybe I'm part of the, the elite liberal media at this point in time, but that just seems inane when people, when hospital and doctors, like you kind of believe a couple things. When a cop comes up to you and says, get out of the street. When a cop says, we need this or people are going to die. Their voice kind of supersedes the politicians in my opinion. And they sound, they ring more true, right? Boris Johnson has tested positive. Head of state, Angela Merkel, her doctor tested positive. So they said, like, maybe she's got it. And ultimately, she did it. But we're going through some crazy times. And I think one of the things we've learned is we should uh, stockpile better to uh, respond to mounting pandemics in the future. Grocery shopping has its risks. I saw a cute sign. You know, basically in front of a Trader Joe's the other day where they're they're basically imploring people to stay away from each other, even while they shop. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Grocery stores are doing really well right now. Um, China's come back online. <clears throat> and when you're looking for a light at the end of the tunnel, it's probably that China's not shut down. And if China was the first hotbed, and then it maybe went to South Korea, and then maybe, we don't know, like North Korea, Russia, we don't know much about. But when the hotbed moves from place to place to place, and one of them comes out of it, you feel pretty good about it. Now, China is stopping foreign nationals from coming into the country, in large part because they've gotten through it once. They don't want to go through you know another part of their, their country go through it too until next year maybe one of the things i hate the congress is doing is they're 
putting the stimulus package filled with tax loopholes. But they're also doing things along the lines of letting Americans tap in their 401ks penalty-free. And I do not like that idea. That bothers me enormously. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I started this segment talking about emergency funds. You don't tap your 401k as an emergency fund. And you don't tap your emergency fund until it's a true emergency fund. Big question this weekend on Wall Street is going to be, was that a bottom that we put in or was it a false bottom? I still think a lot of it depends on the data. When do we peak? Once we peak in infections and then once we start abating our deaths, that'll be another positive. We need to get this house stimulus package passed. Then we'll start looking at the the bell curves. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So I'm not 100% sure, but I think this is kind of like surfing music. You can tell I'm not the coolest man in the world because I don't really know. Uh, Little Jack Johnson, I think he's a surfer, right? Um, in fact, I know he is. So I'm kind of playing it stupid here. Long story short, doesn't that sound good right about now? Leave wherever you are. If you're in the mountains, you hit a nice beach. We're going to get there. I don't know if we're going to cruise there. I assume we'll fly there again. I know you're saying, Black, you're taking this way too lightly. Of course, we're never going to travel again. I grew up in a military family. Uh, my father was a colonel, and it's kind of interesting to, to remember when I just threw out my name, Black. That's how you talked about all the kids. You used their last name. So if, you know, McDougal was their last name, you say McDougal. I don't know where that comes from. Don't know why, but you probably don't care. So one of the things that I hate, and I'm telling you, I hate this, but I get why they're doing it, but I hate it. Congress is throwing into that $2 trillion coronavirus relief bill an option for you to tap into your 401k, which is doubly insulting and doubly stupid or that's awful. I mean, it, it, it makes me feel like a mouse crawled into my mouth and died last night. But before he died, he vomited in my mouth and then he died. And then I, I wake up and I chew on it and I find out that he's got cancer and I crush through his bones and like, oh, it's a nasty taste. Stock market's down 20%, right? And they're telling you you can sell some of your 401k and not pay taxes on it. That's lovely. Uh, I get the, you. it's your piggy bank. If you want it, you should have it. I get it. I think it's stupid. They typically make it tough on you by saying there's going to be a 10% early withdrawal penalty, plus you still owe tax. But the relief package doubles the current retirement loan limits to less than 100000 or 100% of the participant's vested account balance in the plan. I don't like it. Waiving required minimum distributions, I don't like it. I know that it gives cash to the person that needs cash if the government has does not include that person in said cash payout of the stimulus package. But I don't like it. You're selling low, and you're taking from age 60 to 100 to cover costs today. So I don't like it. I know you're saying, can you say anything else? 
I don't like it. <laughs> That's all I can say right now. It's almost upsetting. And some people are be like, well, it's my money. Well, okay, then don't ask for money when you're in retirement. Well, I'm going to ask for money and you can't stop me. Today, we're saying strengthen consumer staples. That's a kind of bad day. But again, it's broad-based. Nancy Pelosi had to call back the House of Representatives because the three-day stock market gain kind of took pressure off. More and more people are stressed that they may have the coronavirus. More and more people are stressed. Um, you know where everyone's doing these Zoom meetings right now? Um, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but I saw a teacher getting pretty stressed with a kid. Of If you do not listen, I'm going to block you from the Zoom meeting. <clears throat> and you typically see elementary school teachers like they're the salt of the earth. When I was a teenager, I, I knew that I wanted to marry a, a, a elementary school teacher. I was that fond of the profession. Didn't happen, but I dated a school teacher once. That's close, right? Mexican protesters hold stay-at-home signs on the U.S. border. <laughs> That's a reversal. Around a half dozen protesters blocked the Mexican bound lanes of a border crossing over fears that people coming from the United States could spread the coronavirus in Mexico. Um, I bet you didn't see that one coming, right? 800-516-1220, each calls in the air. Yale is offering one of its most popular courses online for free. And it's called The Science of Well-Being. It's taught by Professor Lori Santos. And it's psychology and, and good life. It, it should help you with your depression, your anxiety, and your stress. And it's meant for college students who obviously have student loans and situations along those lines. Um, but you can do it, and you can actually get credit for it. If you spend $49, you'll get a certificate of completion. That's not. That doesn't sound like the worst $49 spent this weekend. I don't know. I still want to spend money, but I'm finding my choices like, eh, yeah, I was talking to my younger producer because he plays video games more so than I do. I was like, is there any video games that I should be getting? And he's like, maybe Extraction Point. I'm like, eh, just the name stresses me out of like, eh. <laughs> I need like Super Mario. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Everyone wants control. And grocery private brands are, an, are a huge winner right now. Having gone out to the store, have you noticed like sometimes they don't have toilet paper in rolls of four, 12, forget 24. They're now selling rolls of toilet paper in single rolls. And they're like, sign says, take one, only one, take two, only two. You ever get that feeling like, uh, and it's like a weird brand. You almost get the feeling like, uh, are they making more money on this? And the answer is Yes. And are private brands likely to see a big resurgent? The answer is yes. So grocery stores doing quite well. But then again, the cost of running a grocery store doesn't really make it all that attractive to you and our eye to invest in. Um, the margins are very, very tight. Very, very tight. So unless you're buying the pre-cut pineapple, the margins are very, very tight. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. It is an ugly day after three up days, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. 
Dow's down a magical 888.8. Whoa. April's job numbers are going to be catastrophic. The news, the headlines, we kind of know they're going to be catastrophic. And yet we're kind of worried they're going to be catastrophic. Get over it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.